0: So as a carryover from our last episode, I think Tamara wanted to give us a last piece of information about a certain website, if you want to share that. Sorry.
1: Is it Wikifeet?
0: Are we talking more about Wikifeet?
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say don't go there to find stuff that I post because I have neither consented nor made any money off of those pictures. So instead go to places where I actually monetize and please watch those things. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: At least make it worth. It's, at least get paid a while.
1: For, yeah. <laughs> or at least it. find prettier feet pictures. <laughs> 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 like, I have good feet. Stop showing them in these ugly ways. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna be stolen from. At least let it be good stuff. <laughs>
0: that's amazing. That
2: makes sense. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, and that's that's the best way to intro into our next episode. Welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. And David
2: hey guys.
0: and Tamara Robertson is back with us.
2: Thank hey. you. Yay. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> of course
0: you, you know, I'm just going to say this now you, you can come back anytime. I know you have a very hectic schedule, but you have an open invite. So okay. please. Come I back. love
1: it. It's, I told you it's the perfect excuse to sit down and binge track. So this is like yes. my dream. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> our dreams someday is when we can actually be in the same room is to actually like have a guest or have the three of us in a room and just hang out and talk. And that, so that's, that's a goal at some point. Maybe yeah. we'll yeah. see. Yeah.
2: Someday Phil will live near us.
0: <laughs> I know. Or come, come visit for a weekend again. Yeah. Somewhere. Special trip. <laughs> Special trip. Road trip. Um, Okay, so today we're talking about The Vengeance Factor, uh, season three, episode nine, original air date, November 18th, 1989. Um, it's another sexy time episode, which we will get into, but... um
2: Gress gets,
3: gets his
0: groove back. Sexy he does. <laughs>
3: he's, contractually, he's contractually obligated. Haven't we covered this before? He must <laughs> like have like sexy time in at least card. one quarter of there episodes. Must be equal time. Five. that's what it is
0: um what i wanted to do real quick is that i know in our last episode we talked about tamarin i mean you your long list of skills and and things that you are involved with um i think one of your big things is that you are definitely a proponent of stem um and your comic book so please tell us about some of the stem projects you do and your comic book and spread the good news about it yeah
3: especially the comic book
1: yeah (laughs) So um, like you said last time, uh, I'm a chemical and biomolecular engineer by training uh, and I've spent over a decade, I'm not gonna say the number of years, uh, in that, in the corporate environment, as well as now as a consultant. So that continues in the background, but In 2015, uh, I was sitting as an executive at 28 and realized that there were just no women coming in the door below me. I was the only woman for like three tiers of management. And so I decided at that point to like come out of it and go full time into outreach. And so my STEM outreach has taken me all over the the U.S., all over the globe. And it's been really amazing. Uh, It is predominantly done through superhero science So it's one of those things that if you try to talk to a kid about Einstein, they're like, oh, okay, he's got weird hair. But if you're like, hey, isn't the Hulk cool? And they're like, yeah. you're like, well, the Hulk is Dr. Bruce Banner. Dr. Bruce Banner has like seven PhDs. Isn't science cool? And they're like, heck, yeah, it is. And then you go further. (laughs) It is now. Yeah. You you explain (laughs) to them like when they're like, how do you become a superhero? And you're like, well, you get an engineering degree and you become like Batman or Tony Stark and you just invent all your own gadgets. And so it's one of those things that kids, like, they grab onto. And what I love about comics is they're naturally inclusive. You have people from all different genders, all different, like, species, all, all different everything. And it's something that's very approachable. You can get comics a free comic book day. You can get them digitally. You can get them printed. Um, and so... During this journey, uh, I met this great writer, um, Todd Black out of Chicago online, and he knew about my superhero science stuff, and he was like, Hey, if you ever want to do a comic, just let me know and I'll I'll write for free. And I'm like, huh. So I You're like don't to do a comic book. <laughs> I yeah, I reached out <laughs> to my my really good friend Dr. Tracy Fenar, who was also on Mythbusters of Search with me, and I was like, Do you wanna? do you want to become a superhero and use real science and tech to save the world? And she's like, uh, since the day I was born. <laughs> and so we launched Seekers of Science, SOS for short, where we use technology and science that exists or is evolving currently to tackle real world problems. You know, we took on an oil spill in issue one. We took on a global pandemic in issue two years before we knew that this was going to happen, um, which, you know, just happened to be, Tracy's background uh, is is marine biology um, and, you know, engineering, and then mine is vaccines. And so it was something that helped us to kind of share who we were and share what other people are doing. And in each issue, we um, do a Q&A with a real living scientist. We turn them into a character and they help us save the, the, like, the world in that um, issue. And then there's a less than $10 DIY at-home version of whatever we're facing. So you get to do a small-scale oil spill at home with some veggie oil and water and some cotton balls, and you learn about absorbers. Um, and it's just been kind of a fun adventure. You know, we just launched the first volume, uh, both on Amazon and on Kindle. Uh, and, oh, actually very exciting. We are releasing um, at the U.S. Science Festival's X STEM event this month. Uh, the very first all Spanish edition of issue Ooh. one, and so we joined up with the U.S. Science Festival last fall and donated over sixty thousand copies, and we hope to do even more uh, this, you know, this month. And so we're just, we're just giving them away to everyone. You know, you get a comic, you get a comic, you get a comic. So. <laughs> if, <that's
3: laughs> if somebody awesome. wants one, is there somewhere to go directly to get one?
1: Absolutely. So you can go to seekersofscience.com um, and you can either buy them there, like single issue, digital issue, or the link to Amazon to be able to buy um, the full volume, uh, either in print or Kindle, is there on the page as well. And then if there's any educators or organizations that want to do a Seekers of Science camp, or have us come and speak, or have us do a virtual event with you, just hit us up on the contact page. We are doing these all over the place. Even We have not let COVID slow us down. We're just going a little bit more virtual than we thought That's we would. That's
3: awesome. <laughs> Very good.
0: Yeah, absolutely check it out. Cause it's, it's, it's a good fun read and you learn something from it. And I was like, and I gave it to my kids. Um, I think my daughter was like, I don't know, nine or 10 at the time. And I was like, here, you might like this. And she's like, oh, this is cool. I'm like, they're real scientists. And she's like, huh, like it kind of like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, open something in her brain i was like "Huh, there you go so <laughs> so definitely go check it out it is it's it's a really cool book and that's awesome that you've been able to do share it with so many people too yeah that's so cool Dang
1: it's it. been really cool and we and we bring in kiddos too so if you're a really great scientist or stem person or you know kids that are doing really cool citizen scientist stuff also reach out to us because we elevate the kiddos just as much as we elevate the adults. Because kids are literally changing our world right now. It's insane.
0: Absolutely. That's
1: awesome. Yeah.
0: So people go check it out now. Do it. We'll listen to our episode and then then go check it out. Then go yes. check it out. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, right on. Well, let's let's dive into some Star Trek. Let's do that. Yes. Um, okay. The vengeance factor. Um, dun, dun, okay. Dun. Dun, dun, dun. Vengeance.
2: very, very ominous
1: title
0: on this
2: one
3: it is which yeah, is a very got,
2: ominous episode but
0: <laughs> Tamara got two good
3: episodes
1: yeah but it's the science was this this? really good i was like yes like we still have the like romance side of it but there was a lot of really cool i like, think got viruses they yeah. got like smoke screens made by using the right temperature on a metal like i'm like yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so the rough plot of this one is um the enterprise is after like these gatherers they're kind of like scavengers but they belong to a planet and a long long time ago there was all these like ravaging clans and everyone fought everybody and eventually they had peace but now these this clan is just kind of out there doing their thing and they are trying to kind of bring them back uh into the mainstream into like you know normal society um so it's the it's the enterprise trying to bring them back in but then we got this vengeance I was the plot say, which, about... oddly
2: vengeance was not really much of the plot like not kind completely.
0: of it ah, was well, more of somewhere... her
2: saying we want to bring you in and them going we don't believe you
0: well no but then you've got the person who's the still part. holding some of these the, these ancient grudges
2: uh, like a grudge yes vengeance yeah. is different
3: well, that's like... what her whole purpose in life was, was for vengeance on her her
0: clan that was obliterated
2: oh that's you true know. the final the final ending plot
0: i swear david never watched got one the out episodes. of two of them
1: <laughs> i mean it started with her being a little vengeful and then it progressed and then she tried to be vengeful so they they did the bookends for sure but in the and the middle is more lustful than vengeful so
2: yeah
0: true. <laughs> vengeance bookends <laughs> vengeance bookends yeah, and that was a weird, um, you know, as much as, well, and, okay, I liked how the discussion became towards Riker and consent, and he's like, no, I want an equal, I want you to do this because you want to, not because it's like a, like a servant thing. Yeah. Which she, is, that's a whole other thing. She level was so
3: up. subservient, that was automatically where she went.
0: It's like, wait, 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 hold up. That's all she knows. Yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I actually all, wasn't in
1: sure in that scene, like, part of me was like, did did the Sovereign send her as a gift because he that's, was nice? That's what, I, what that I was I, trying I I figure was, was she there because she wanted to be and she just was naturally submissive or was she there literally because she was sent by the Sovereign as a gift?
3: Well, she said when she walked into the room that, oh, the Sovereign doesn't have anything else for me to do tonight. And she suggested I spend more time with you. So that made me think the
2: yeah. Yeah, I thought for sure that was, was like, hey this. go
3: take go go take care of Commander Riker, you know wink yeah. wink so
0: or was she like, hey, go explore some of your own interests because this man because she said, oh, you've yeah. shown some affection towards me or something right yeah, yeah and he, sh- he, show he showed
3: yeah, yeah that was the other thing I was thinking too was like, well, on the other hand, Riker is like shown interest in their culture, their food, what they're like and mm-hmm. that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, so the language is vague enough, it could have
3: been Yeah, I was like, mm, I could see this going on
0: either way. That's, yeah, that's interesting, because they don't really explain it, obviously, she has her own kind of a plot that she's doing. But yeah, that's a it was a weird side of it, too. I wonder if she did now. I didn't even think about that.
2: I think they've established pretty well that she wasn't sent and decided to do it herself, but she had obviously all the alternate motives. I just
1: feel she like she was like, so like, on her plan that but but she also you know she was working the sovereign maybe she was working Riker too to be able to like get access to things like at first when he got called away like because they go into red alert while she's in it and like she's sitting there looking like oh like funny because he's being nice to me and then she gets this like like kind of cutting look on him like is she gonna go through his stuff is she gonna get into the security stuff like what's she doing in there but then (laughs) they just like moved (laughs) on so it's like
0: Maybe Mm. she wasn't
1: there being shy. now I don't know why she was there.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's kind of ambiguous. They don't really say. Uh,
2: I don't know. I definitely did get that sense where, like, she was there trying to manipulate him and she was playing a bit of the damsel in distress. And the I have no freedom because she could tell he was honing in on that
0: Mm. and
2: not even Mm. necessarily liking it. But then him wanting to have, like, almost a savior complex would play into it. It was kind of is. It seemed Mm. like she was. Yeah, she was smart and.
3: And then she bats her eyes at him a bit and like, where is this? What's happening here? <laughs> this is very confusing.
0: See, but then I wonder too, like is, I don't know. Cause it, in some moments I got that she had two, two very different sides. Like she was the servant. Right. And then she's like, oh, but then it's like when people are, it's like when celebrities are like shitheads and you're like, oh, but he was such, you know, mm-hmm. the nicest guy. And you're like, but he was like compartmentalizing it. And it's like, was she compartmentalizing things or was she just faking all the niceness and subservient to meet the ends of trying to kill people?
3: I think she'd been subservient for so long that it was just a part of who she is now.
0: Mm -hmm. But it's
3: kind of like that that little clock always turning in the back of her mind like, hey, as soon as I see this Trilesta dude, I'm taking him out. Yeah, it's just like it's just like ingrained in her.
1: The only yeah. thing that I couldn't get was whether or not, like, because she doesn't age, right? So, like, she right. couldn't have been with the Sovereign that long because the Sovereign would have noticed that she wasn't mm-hmm. aging, right? So right. that's why part hey, of me you hey, like, you've still, worked here like, for 30
3: I years. Think, you still look like a teenager.
1: Yeah, I'm like, uh, I think she was just working every angle she was finding as a means to be able to get to those people. That's
0: true.
2: I can well, see and too. making sure oh, wow. not to blow her cover. If she got behind yeah. closed doors and then suddenly behaved completely differently, it might arouse his suspicion. Hmm. So she was trying to not only keep him happy, but keep him from suspecting her in any way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah,
0: that's
1: true. Yeah. And well, let's talk up the damsel card, right? And fun.
2: servant, which she was already playing. So it, yeah. it just.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. So she's um so this species has moved on. They're not like fighting clan versus clan, but she's holding on to it because of what, like a hundred years, years ago, or like 50 years ago, her whole clan was, was killed except for her. And they gave her this power to keep her young forever. Um, and she's basically tracking down every last person of this group uh, to try and kill them. And there's only like what, two people left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she spreads it through a virus, which was very interesting. Cause I like how Beverly got to like, do some cool science stuff. And they figured it out in like two minutes. And I was like, yes, you figured it out. You're not stupid about this, which made me very very happy. (laughs) Um, But since you work with, with vaccines, like was this, I mean, obviously they had to kind of do the shortened cliff notes version of it. Um, But like, did that kind of pique your interest a bit?
1: I mean, I feel like she had CRISPR before CRISPR was a thing. Like, I mean, Star (laughs) Trek just again, like ideated something that went forward and became a thing. Um, which we see with so much tech, but I was intrigued by it. Like the minute that they started, she started talking about how like the heart failed, but there was no thing. I'm like, "Mm." was it like a poison? Like, was she like one of those frogs that has a slime that kills you? Mm -hmm. Or like, what is this gonna be? Um, And when it ended up being a virus, it was very quick for her to realize that there was a lock and key mechanism going on with that virus again without like CRISPR or something like that back in the day. Mm-hmm. But again, they're way further than we are, right? in the future. In the future. So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but the thing to me that was intriguing was that um, Yuta actually talks about how she died. She's like, I like mm. I died and I came back. And, and ready to be able to kill and to my, my aging slowed and I developed this virus that I can give, you know. So it's kind of this interesting thing where I'm like, does all of their species rapidly evolve like that? Because right. that's interesting. And who else could be doing the same thing? And like, why did it take to like getting to the point of basic extinction as that clan's bloodline for it to cause that evolution, like that was the part to me that I was like, I want to know more about this.
2: She fell into a vat of toxic waste and came out with these powers and then. <laughs> and two two bit. colored
1: hairs, because what happens. You know, Harley's taught us that. Um,
0: yeah, it's interesting because it seems like it was never mentioned by like no one else in in on her planet has ever done this. Like it was, it's like a magical power, is it as like a sciency power, or it's like, but has anyone? Like yeah, you would think someone would notice or someone would know this transformation or that they, they were even capable of doing this.
1: Yeah. Especially yeah, with how long the clan wars have been going on. There's got to be another clan that's been pushed to the edge of, or to the brink of extinction, right? Like they can't be yeah. the yeah. only one that was fully slaughtered. if This has been going on for decades in bloodlines, you know? Exactly.
0: Yeah. So. That was interesting. Huh. Um, but yeah, so we, and that's what, that's what kind of bothered me about the ending as well is when she finally meets this guy that she's going to kill who's the the leader of this group and she's like i just need to touch him to kill him and i'm like Riker didn't need to kill her because she's only toxic to the one guy like why did no one just grab her just you don't Mm -hmm. have to kill her
3: yeah anybody else and
0: they had established and knew that absolutely yeah
1: yeah because she said that she was safe to be touched by anyone else except for him I did yeah. wonder though, like I kind of was like, oh, it'd be, it'd definitely be just desserts if, like, as soon as she dies, he takes a swig of that that rum and then just gone. <laughs> then he he Heels like, over to twirled it with her finger or something, you know, and they're just both gone now. Both, you know, both of their clans just wiped.
0: She's <laughs> also yeah. like an just looking at each other, species. like, well, <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah.
1: Like that was the thing that kind of did occur for me. Is like, you know, the Federation's entire thing is to make sure that you know species don't get wiped off and he just literally eradicated an entire clan yeah I
3: was I was totally fine with that whole scene the only thing that bugged me and I understand why it happened was that Picard sat there like stone stone still watching it all happen which I understand why it happened because well and they had to freeze in place for the special effects to be able to do the whole vaporizing effect and everything so they couldn't be in motion so it made it look really awkward. I was like, hmm, director probably could have thought that went through a little bit more on camera angles and how to do this. I mean, know, he also didn't know like, what
1: was going on. So for all he knew, she could have a bomb on her or something. All he knew was that Riker had a gun on her or the taser on her.
3: Well, so. it's like after he, true. after he zap, after he phasers her a couple of times and then cranks it all the way up to max. It's like, you figure, <laughs> <laughs>
2: "Hmm, I
0: don't know. But, yeah, yeah, he reacted it, the way was, I would
2: expect. He's like, I, you better have a good reason for this. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, he, like, he mm-hmm. takes his side. He's like, yeah, my 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 number one would only do this if he had a really good reason.
2: Yeah.
0: But you do? you have a really good reason, right? Well. Will.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Will? Please.
0: Um. I always like when you get to see them a bit, kind of in their off-duty stuff. You know, like yeah. um, in our last one. Uh, you know, I was kind of trying to like hang out, and this one Riker's just in his office or in, in his quarters trying to relax. So I always like the kind of off-duty stuff because then it get, I think it gets a bit more character and a bit more of the world instead of just that you know them on the bridge doing stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was interesting to me though. Like again, watching this as a grown up and being like, why is it every time they have friends over, it's automatically in their bedrooms and they go straight to drinks? Like what? <laughs> What is what is this plot line that I somehow missed as a small child? Like, uh, you know.
0: That's just how the future is now. Drinks yeah. and we hang out. It's it's we like uh, Netflix West and chill. He,
1: like studying, he was he was studying in the like cafeteria when he had his little visit with Drool, And He's like, what are you looking at there? And he's like, math.
0: Math. <laughs> that poor child. Poor child. It's, he, it's just it's just work and math. That's all he has in his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> How it goes.
1: It was uh, neat to watch this one, though, because I have a favorite GIF that I use, and it's Picard going, Make it so. And this is the episode it's from. And the minute <laughs> I heard him say, Make it so, I like rewinded and watched again. And I'm like, <gasps> There this it is. is, the is. One. I found yeah, it. I've it's like the Holy Grail. Every found week it. for my whole life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's always fun when you find the episodes that like a meme comes from, and you're like, It's this one. I got it.
1: <laughs> like wait, <What?
3: laughs> like one um, of the mysteries of the universe has been solved.
0: It is. Um, we did get a couple deaths in this one. Um, so um, Utah was actually able to kill one of the other clansmen. That, that sounds weird to say. That's Sorry, right. one of the other clan members. People, <laughs> I don't want to say clansmen. <laughs> 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 yes, so she did kill one person, uh, and then she dies. So we get to add two people onto our kill tracker, David.
2: Yeah!
3: Beat the beast. <laughs> About time, it's been several episodes since we've gotten added to the kill it, tracker. It has. has been a, it's been a slow season but for deaths. Slow deaths. Um,
2: yeah. All right. So that brings our TNG deaths to two thousand four hundred and sixty-five. Uh, added to our one thousand six hundred and fifty from TOS brings us to four thousand one hundred and fifteen souls lost in Star Trek so far.
3: That's, very that's good. a lot. It is that's a so lot. Death. The, yeah. the death business has been kind of slow lately on TNG. Though, so we're
1: yeah, we building to towards three five nine.
3: Just just Terrible wait. Numbers. Wait for the Borg. <laughs> we're gonna get there. <laughs> That's gonna be tricky though, because it's like how many people did the board kill versus how many people just got um, assimilated? T- based, assimilated versus assimilated mm. versus died versus. Mm.
1: Yeah, That'd it, be like, tricky. Does yeah. that count? If you assimilate someone and you kill their actual like soul,
0: yeah, how does mm.
1: that? Uh, we haven't
3: come this, to that yet. This calculation
0: come. is gonna be tricky. I know. We'll <laughs> have to do some math. We're gonna math the shit out of this. <laughs> that's that's what it'll be. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know this was an interesting episode. I, I like, again, it's it's unfortunate though we we meet another species that we will never see again. But I like how they, at least, they're getting involved in other species and kind of what their social issues are, their economic issues, and kind of learn more about them. Because obviously, I always felt that whatever species the Federation meets is just some sort of allegory to like what humanity is going through now. They're like, oh, the Ferengi are capitalists. We're capitalists now. Or they meet, you know, the the Romulans. Like, oh, the Romulans are so paranoid because they're supposed to be, like, the Soviet Union or something. Like, so I'm always curious to whatever aliens they meet somehow represent a part of us in some way.
3: Yeah, it's like what people group has been exiled that are trying to reconnect with the the motherland kind of thing. That's what this reminds me of.
1: It was interesting to me that they... um... That, you know, there's that moment when she's like, well, we want you to be happy. And he's like, or we don't want you to live this miserable life. And he's like, do I look miserable? Like we, we're totally free to be wherever we want and to wander. And like, I, I almost looked at them more as like, kind of wanderlust hoarders. Because, you know, they, they yeah. point out in the beginning that what they're stealing isn't actually a value most of the time. And they're getting like, they don't know enough about the technology to get like this strong weapons and things like that so it's like yeah. other than not having a homeland like they kind of gave up that vibe that they were happier but you know the only thing he said was i want a better life for my kids and maybe yeah. that's just like a better you know they're gonna get better technology and healthcare and all that stuff if we can get them back to a homeland versus like he was pretty happy being wild and free yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, because it's even when, when he, uh, br- was it Brule, when he has that, that discussion Brule. with Wesley, and he's like, oh, yeah. and Wesley is like, you have kids? He's like, of course I have kids. Like, I'm living my life. And it's like, there's a bit of, like, snobbery. I, you know, even Wesley was showing off, like, mm-hmm. oh, you live this miserable life. But like, no, they're they're enjoying it. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. a kid your age. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: they're <laughs> in school because he said his kid doesn't like math. So, I mean, yeah. you know, they are getting educated, so. Interesting. They're doing, they're doing some travel homeschooling. It's like when you put the kids <laughs> on a sailboat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's life
3: experience. Zoom meeting. Dad, Subspace is down again. I can't get into my Zoom. Let's
1: <laughs> <call.
3: laughs>
1: go watch a YouTube on the same subject. <laughs> You'll learn more.
0: There you go.
3: Khan Academy takes on a whole, whole new meeting. Khan-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I would watch that. It's just Khan be like, this is how you destroy your enemies. I would watch that. (laughs) Mx plus b. Everybody knows
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like within like a month of this dropping, you're gonna see that on YouTube. There's gonna be someone cosplaying Khan teaching like math and science. (laughs) Oh God, doing algebra
3: lessons for fifth graders. Yeah.
0: Nope. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna go do do a TikTok. Then that way it's mine.
3: Uh, I'll claim uh, it.
0: copyright yeah. <laughs> um yeah i know i mean uh, what'd you guys think david what'd you think you've been quiet
2: i i guess i have uh, it's not uh
0: it's because you're playing Ark, isn't it Shh. shit bag
2: um... <laughs> Piece of shit. i don't know what... <laughs> you have
0: been haven't you
2: no i haven't actually oh,
0: fine yeah, okay no. what do you think about? i have, I
2: have a different game i've moved on to but um <laughs> no i do like this i mean there's there's a lot of parallels between this and the episode before it. So I think that's why, especially near the end, my memory got a little murky on exactly what happened because I was kind of like, okay, same thing rolls reversed. It's a woman that he's attracted to. And then they kind of get together and then he trusts her a little too much. And it's a whole, they figure out something's wrong by the end. Obviously the guy in the last episode wasn't murdering people, but yeah. <laughs> semantics, you know, details. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I did like this. It probably came in just a little under the episode before it, uh, probably about a 6.0 on the day meter, but only okay. because of that, I think if this had been shown, not right behind the other one,
0: yeah. it would have
2: gotten a little bit higher score. Um,
0: well, it's yeah. like we had those two Jordy episodes and like, were they filmed in order? Or they just were like, put this one out. And, and that's always, you know, interesting too, is that when it would, when it's released, um, well, but of course we're watching it back to back, it, you know, back in the 80s. It's, it's a week apart. You may not make that same connection.
2: That's true, I guess, but somebody still decided to stick them right behind each other, so I'm like, eh.
0: Maybe.
3: You missed that one I episode, take... so you gotta wait all the way until summertime when it's reruns and try and catch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is
3: how it used take to be. You
0: know, the good old days. Th- that's, that's the good old days of not having instant yeah. access to all of your shows.
2: There are times <laughs> things are better. It's better now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey,
3: you couldn't always get access to the VCR to record uh, tape was like 35 bucks. So for a teenager on a budget, that was hard.
2: That is Mm -hmm. true. I remember when DVR first came out and I was like, why? You could just say you want to tape it and it'll start it for you. And what (laughs) is
3: this black magic?
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then you can do multiples at a time. What? How does it watch two different things? at once? I never have
3: to watch another commercial ever
0: again.
2: Yeah, no and worries. then they got us back on that one, didn't
0: they? Bastards. Pay for ads. Thanks, YouTube. It was interesting when uh, I think there was at one point when when he talks to to Uta and she mentions that she wants to cook some food and he goes, "Well, we can provide a kitchen," and that's in TOS they do mention kitchens sometimes, but in TNG they don't really ever mention kitchens because they use the replicators much more often. But the yeah. fact that they even that he mentioned one was was cool.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And, he, he he had
3: that little hot plate and stuff in his quarters when he did the eggs in that one episode.
0: When he made was, the omelets, those That's nasty
3: right. ass eggs
0: that he found. Yeah. Warfle. Like,
3: <laughs> Warf loved funny, them though. It's,
2: yeah. it's a little Delicious. bit of again another parallel to the last episode where she's like, "I want a real chocolate sundae." Real
1: chocolate. Mm-hmm. Sundae.
2: That's when they first revealed that apparently everything they eat is like soy-based or something. It's all healthy. I'm like, that sucks. That does not meet the nutritional guidelines laid out. Would you like yeah. to override? And I'm like, they they order like alcohol and stuff. I'm like, how are you making Synthol. like, but still, how is it healthy? I don't understand. Like don't for it to have the same effect, it can't be a healthy thing. Or do they just, what they think getting drunk is, isn't what getting drunk really is. And they're just, cause let's be honest, most alcohol drinks taste bad. Like you don't just <laughs> want to drink them because of the taste. So I'm like, who in the future is like, yeah, I want a martini Ooh, it burns. I want, I want the taste, <laughs> like, but not want the benefits. I
1: want
0: the taste, yeah.
1: but not the benefits. Yeah, I think we do it for a reason. Hmm. I did think it was cool that he's like, uh, I'm going to get our our replicator guy to come so you, he can program the recipes yeah. you want. I thought that was a really interesting thing. Instead of being like, learn to cook it. like She could literally just say what the ingredients are and, and go.
0: That, that's got to be a job, right? There's got to be like a replicator technician. Yeah.
1: And I would have
2: your replicators down to get a taste, right. You would have (laughs) to like make it scan it and something or things like that. Cause what do you do? You just program in the ingredients and it like somehow makes, you know,
1: yeah. Like texture and taste. Like, I mean, that's a whole problem that they're having right now with 3d printing food for like Mars. Right. Is that the texture is different. Like, there's a reason the Holy grill is pizza because there's Mm -hmm. a lot of complex taste combinations and texture combinations
2: Mm -hmm. there. Well, and it, it would be using ingredients that, they may not know about so how do yeah. you program in what sp- something tastes like if you've yeah. never had it
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I like some ingredient some root ingredient that he's like what is that what is so it's like okay but yeah. i guess if it's the federation run right they should have like they should have already had those recipes in you would think that their crew is so diverse or well,
2: at least the ingredients for it yeah. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, like in there was library.
2: Yeah. they had that not that long ago. I was on the Netflix show, the one where the people like sleep for a long time in the bags and I can't remember the name at the moment, but he goes into like a altered, essentially carbon? a altered carbon. Yeah, and he goes, I into, love altered carbon. He goes into a place where the guy like basically programs VR environments and puts him in a bar and he tastes the beer and he's like, does it taste right? And he's like, yeah, he's like I tried it, but I've never had one. Like, how would you program mm-hmm. in something you've never
0: <laughs> experienced? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's like trying to explain to someone what something tastes like if they've never tasted it.
2: And you can, and it might taste like what you described, but it won't taste correct because there's things about it you just don't comprehend. So, I I don't know. Yeah, but I did think that was interesting, too. He's like, yeah, we can provide a kitchen. 20 bucks says he would have walked her down to the holodeck and been like, make a kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Computer full for me kitchen. He's like, now
1: she feels useful. Yay. (laughs) Here's your
2: your fake kitchen to to do stuff in. (laughs) That's all you need. I mean, you can make real food in that fake kitchen, so, But. That's true,
0: because the holodeck would just be a giant replicator anyways.
2: Essentially, yeah. yeah, Basically.
1: Hmm. 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 a Um, a little deeper than I expected. um, (laughs) That's what she said. I'm now thinking about 3D printing humans for that holodeck. I'm
0: like, "Mm." Mm hmm. Kind of
1: like Westworld just came to fruition and started. Well, like.
2: I feel like anybody who's in there would have had to be like pre-scanned in in some way, same way we do motion capture. You have to, to get it anywhere close to real, you have to base it on the real thing. You can't just create it from mm. scratch.
1: Well, that's creepy though. Cause like, what if it's like a replication of you and like, then they get a weird holodeck relationship, which we all know happened a lot uh, oh, yeah. going. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, great. Now I'm dating that guy because my virtual image is there. Like what? Like. <laughs>
0: That's like when like Barkley does that, sort of. Yeah.
2: That would would make an interesting episode where somebody starts one of those relationships and then like somebody comes to the ship and they look like the person that's based on, or they look just like him, (laughs) be like, I've been dating you, but not dating. Well, that's kind of what Jordy did a while back. I mean, he didn't date her, but he replicated that technician who like had developed the technology to have her work on this, the problem they were having.
0: Yeah, maybe in a Brahms. future episode, Dr. Leia Brahms comes back and sees that hint, hint. <clears throat> just did I
2: just, did I just crack? Is that what you're telling me?
0: <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, no, cause even a Barkley does that. He, he has these adventures on the, on the holodeck and he kind of makes the women, you know, fawning over him and, and, and then, you know, Jordy and Troy go and see it. And they're like, this is wildly inappropriate.
2: <laughs>
0: like, that's mm-hmm. not creepy at all. Wow. <laughs>
2: um,
0: I don't know. Uh, what are your other thoughts? Anyone else on this this episode? It was. I thought it was good overall. It was interesting. I think to get into the the kind of the life of this other planet, and of course, you know, the Federation always plays mediator in most of these, anyways.
2: Yeah, but... no, it is yeah, good. Per- I mean, it's not this one like the last one. Isn't like my quintessential episodes. If somebody asked me like, Oh, now that you're watching through all this stuff, what should I see? So these would probably get skipped, mm-hmm. but, but it
0: they're not terrible. terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's, if a, it's was, a good, if it's I was a good over at sol- and it came on the TV,
2: we'd watch it. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Yeah.
3: Or it's on the, or it's more than happy to stay on the background while I'm doing other stuff around the house or yeah. building Lego or doing something. Yeah.
1: I think for my usage, like this is one that I could definitely do like a science of like, and actually have enough, like meat to talk about the last one not so much so
0: yeah I, I well because it because even like what you had mentioned before like there's that point where they're trying to make like a smoke screen and they they heat up that that met that metal to a certain point and it, mm-hmm. you know like smokes I, that was the coolest thing because then they fake to beam out just to lure those those guys down yeah that was cool yeah
1: they, they had that part and they again the coding of the the replicator for different foods and then the virus itself so that was kind of had it had substance outside of just Riker being a sexy boy again. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Do you find that though sometimes like I mean or do you appreciate it when they do throw in those tidbits of science where like they did a little bit of work on this to add it even though they probably it doesn't completely tie to the plot but at least they they kind of threw it in just to make it more sciencey.
1: I do like that because, you know, you have a lot of the superficial like background technology and science that's just there, you know, and it's normalized. So it is nice to see them actually like give it to the character as something that becomes part of the plot. And it's something that they get to delve into a little bit deeper instead Mm -hmm. of just being like, I'm a pretty doctor that never gets to talk about doctor things. Like it was (laughs) nice to like see her go full into like virology for a little bit and like really explore it. I was like, yeah, I like this.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Absolutely.
1: I Actually, did like the fact, too, that, like, she would say something really heady, and then, like, either Riker or someone else would be like, oh, and that's why his heart stopped. Like, so <laughs> excited would get this, like, da 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 science, and they'd be like, and for everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: For for the layman, this is what well, that and means.
2: The, and that that's reversed a little bit, because usually that's almost – I don't – I don't want to call it the bimbo moment, but there's always that one where the person who doesn't understand it as much has to ask to, so that the audience gets it. So, like, and usually, traditionally, yep. it's uh-huh. been yeah, a man explaining and then a woman who's like, "So it's kind of like this." And for them to reverse it, Riker's perfect for that too.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Riker's a bimbo. That's that's it's what kind, you're saying. It's kind
1: of like the new Ghostbusters. You know, we use <laughs> we use Thor to be the 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 not very <laughs> smart but very that's pretty. I did love that, they
2: did that. he is very yeah. pretty. <laughs> I felt like that movie got a bad rap. But. I thought it was so good.
0: It was fun. It was a good, fun movie. Oh,
2: yeah. That's my daughter's favorite of all of them. She's seen them all, and she's like, I want the girl Ghostbusters.
1: Yes. <laughs> go for and it. the fact that she can actually get what she wants is what makes me happy about Hollywood doing that, finally.
0: Mm, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Um, let's do the our... David, did uh, you give a rating in this one? I don't remember. I don't pay attention. Yeah,
2: to about you. a six. Yeah, okay, see, cool. You pay about attention to me as much as I pay attention to the episode, so we're good.
0: Uh, <laughs> it all evens out. Damn. It all evens out. Um, wow. Let's do this. Um, I know we we have a couple minutes left. Let's um, Tamara tell us again about your podcast and where people can find that because it's going to be an amazing stuff, and I cannot wait to listen to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the podcast is called Tinkering Bells. And each episode, I will be interviewing a vamp female maker talking about her builds as well as her story. You can find it on Instagram at Bells Tinkering, um, or you can find it on any of your podcasting platforms of choice. Please rate, review, love it, share it. Uh, and if you have really amazing female makers that you would like me to interview, make sure to uh, shoot me a DM um, at the real Tamara Robertson and let me know, and I will try to get them on a future episode.
0: Awesome. awesome. Yes. Go check it out. It will definitely be worth it. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for coming on. We greatly appreciate it. And like I said, you can come back at, at any time. Please do.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I definitely want to.
0: <laughs> we'll find some cool sciencey ones. Maybe we'll throw in some like, Sexy time science ones. Like, yeah. A mix of everything.
1: <laughs> I mean, I ten, I think I remember a very sexy holodeck one with Wharf, uh, as well mm. as one with Torres, I think, when she was having her like Klingon moment too. So you could Oh I don't come back for those because those are I'm very sure there is. aggression ones. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of science of testosterone and aggression going on in those <laughs> i'm gonna have to
0: dig deep I'll, I'll, I'll have to find some but no if you i mean come back for ds9 Voyager, uh, whatever you want that is fine we're, we're
2: gonna be doing this for a while come yeah.
0: back anytime yeah <laughs> awesome uh david why don't you do our thing and then we'll be done
2: absolutely yeah check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media sites you can go buy some of our shit at cafe press and we'll make like a buck get a coffee mug get a pillow get a sweatshirt uh there's lots of other yeah i was i was trying not to say yeah i know you are that's nobody (laughs) buy the
0: thong please don't
2: um (laughs) but yes there is if you dig deep on that site you can find a g-string with our logo on it go for it um (laughs) (laughs) it's a very deep dive uh, and uh i forgot where i am at my shield so can give us a star rating <laughs> and review wherever you're listening to this is where you can do that so yeah
0: <laughs> awesome uh that hey, is it for uh, us
2: 75 episodes i don't think you guys have ever derailed me before <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: first, first time for everything <laughs> yes <laughs> all
0: right that is it for us thank you everyone for listening we greatly appreciate it and we will catch you on the next one bye everybody